This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also made possible by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy. See them today for your brace and mobility needs for the injured athlete in your family. And by Mansfield University. See your future at Mansfield University by going online at mansfield.edu. Now let's join the hosts of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. The NTL Now podcast has hit the road, and it is time to get ready for the state wrestling championships. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast this week originating to you from the Giant Center here in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Shane Wilbur back with you again for another great week and another great NTL Now podcast. And, of course, Joe Carrion currently en route to the Giant Center. And uh, as the weekend goes on here from the state wrestling championships, I'm sure Joe and I, we will uh, have some audio recordings and such to post up on the NTL Now podcast page. But uh, for right now, of course, uh, time to get uh, into the sports world. I mean, it has been a busy week in the Northern Tier League for sure. I mean, we've got basketball teams in the state playoffs. We have 11 wrestlers who have qualified for the state tournament from the North section, 10 from the Northern Tier. And of course, uh, you know, Nate Higley from Sullivan County as well, representing the 11 wrestlers that will be covered on Wiggle 100 here over the next three days uh, pending eliminations. I mean, it is a hope that uh, we do get uh, that many wrestlers onto state medal rounds coming up on Saturday. But uh, as you know, when you get to the state wrestling championships, anything can happen here at the Giant Center in Hershey. But definitely ready to go for another week. We'll bring in some wrestling discussion coming up a little bit later here in the podcast uh, here in just a while. We're actually going to sit down with defending state championship Sheldon Seymour and his head coach Brandon Spiak. That's all on the horizon here in the podcast this week as well. Plus, of course, we will give you the wrestling matchups here at the Giant Center. And, of course, we'll dive into the state tournament for basketball as well. We've got a lot of area teams in action coming up Friday and Saturday this weekend. So we're going to dive into the state tournament and talk about those matchups quite a bit here coming up in just a little bit. First, though, we've got to do some thanking of some sponsors. So what we're going to do right now We're going to step aside for a quick timeout. We're going to thank our friends from Circle W Sports and then keep listening because we've got fundraiser basketball coming to Wellsboro area schools. That's on the horizon too, so keep it here. We dive into the state tournament next right here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might have thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. See members of the Wellsboro boys and girls basketball teams battle faculty and alumni in the ninth annual KCL Patrick Memorial Basketball Game. 
Along with the game, there will be a Chinese auction, the 50-50 foul shot competition, delicious treats, and for the first time ever, a humble bumble booth. So far, the faculty and alumni have a 6-2 record advantage, but this year's students are eager to change that tide. So come this Saturday night, March 7th, to the Wellsboro Area High School Gym. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Doors open at 6.30. And tickets are $4 with children under 5 free. I'll see you there. You can follow the NTL Now podcast on social media. Follow NTL Now on Facebook by searching NTL Now Podcast. And on Twitter by following at NTL Now. And welcome back right here on the NTL Now podcast. Again, happy to be coming to you from the Giant Center here in Hershey, Pennsylvania, gearing up for the state wrestling championships. That's right, it is just a few short hours away here at the Giant Center. Of course, state wrestling will be on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week. Don't forget uh, all of the coverage from the state wrestling tournament can be heard with me live on Wiggle 100. Remember, you can download the TuneIn Radio app and search WHGL or listen to the live stream via your laptop at wiggle100.com. Regardless, I'll be here with you for the entire tournament uh, for all of our area wrestlers. And you can better believe I'm definitely excited uh, for these next few days of wrestling action right here at the state tournament. All right. Well, you know what? It is time to dive into some basketball action here as we are getting ready for the state basketball playoffs as well. We've got a lot of area teams who are lined up and ready to go for state tournament action coming up this week. Now let's start in the girls' side of basketball for this week here in the championship brackets. We'll go to the Class A bracket where indeed we will have the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers in action in this Class A bracket where Northeast Bradford will actually be taking on the top seed out of District 3. That will be Lancaster Country Day, the Country Day squad uh, taking on Northeast Bradford. That'll be at War Warwick High School coming up later this week. This will actually be on Saturday. That'll be at Warwick High School, as I said, in Lidditz. That's going to be a 1 o'clock showdown. I'm interested to see how the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers bounce back. They were the top seed for the District 4 tournament, and uh, unfortunately for them, came out as the fourth seed after districts were done. Uh, you know, they hung with Sullivan County there for a little while in the consolation final, but Sullivan County just managed to pull away as that game went on. So now Northeast Bradford has to make a long trip in the state tournament this week as they will head to Warwick High School coming up on Saturday. Now let's continue on here in the girls bracket uh, as the state tournament uh, will continue on. Now we've got Friday and Saturday matchups as well here uh, throughout this state tournament. So I'm going to be flipping back and forth with both days as we now head on to the girls quad A bracket actually where our next NTL team will be located that of course the Athens Lady Wildcats now the Athens Lady Wildcats they're going to be in action on Saturday as well now believe it or not the Wildcats as the two seed out of District 4 uh, played a very tough and stout Danville team in the District 4 final the Athens Lady Wildcats they get a wonderful home draw for the state tournament as they are going to be in Tawanda coming up on Saturday that's right they get a one o'clock game with Allen 
Allentown Central Catholic. Allentown Central Catholic is the third seed out of District 11. Uh, so Allentown Central Catholic comes into this matchup 14-10 and on the season. The Athens Lady Wildcats 22-5 and overall. And uh, as the two seed out of District 4, you don't normally get a home cooking game like that so close to home. So uh, if you're the Athens Lady Wildcats fan base, you better be coming out and uh, supporting the Lady Wildcats because it might be a long time before District 4 uh, gets some quality uh, home cooking like this again. But we'll gladly uh, take that up in the Northern Tier League. So that right there are two uh, contestants in the girls' bracket for the state tournament. Now, of course, uh, also in uh, state action, we've also got boys action here in the state tournament as well. That, of course, will feature the North Penn Liberty Mounties. Now, of course, the Mounties, they came in as the top seed in District 4 for the boys' side in Class A. Now, unfortunately for North Penn Liberty, they hit a couple of skids as well. They lost to Northumberland Christian in the semifinals. They lost to Sullivan County in the consolation final. So now North Penn Liberty winds up being the fourth seed out of District 4, and they are going to have to head to the champions of District 3. That's Mount Calvary Christian. So North Penn Liberty will be in action taking on uh, Mount Calvary Christian. That'll be at Steelton High Spire High School. This is going to be a Friday matchup. So this will be 5 o'clock on Friday at Steelton High Spire High School. So make your plans and uh, get ready to travel if you are the Mountie fans because you are going to have uh, quite the trip uh, down to Steelton High Spire for that one. Now let's go on again as the boys class AA bracket will feature the Wyalusing Rams. That's right, a nice job by the Wyalusing Rams as they come out as the two seed in this class 2A bracket. The Rams will actually get a game close to home as well. They are going to be the second game in a doubleheader at Tawanda High School on Saturday. So the Wyalusing Rams in boys basketball action, they will be at Tawanda High School for a 2.30 tip-off against the second seed out of District 3, Millersburg. So come on out if you are uh, the Wyalusing Ram fan as well. Uh, actually, Northern Tier League fans in general, uh, if you can, turn out to Tawanda High School, support the Lady Wildcats of Athens and the Wyalusing Rams as well, and uh, get ready for a great one there as uh, both teams will get some home cooking as they will be at Tawanda playing a doubleheader. Now, also in the boys' double-A bracket, the third seed out of boys' double-A, the Sarah Redskins. They are going to be on the road at Lackawanna College in Scranton for a 2-30 matchup against Holy Cross, the champions of District 2. Holy Cross, a perennial state power, so uh, Coach Shaw and the Redskins, they're definitely going to have to have their game faces on going into this one. But yes, the Sarah Redskins, they get a Saturday matchup at Lackawanna College in Scranton. That'll be 2-30 against District 2 champs Holy Cross. Continuing on in the boys bracket, let's go on to, I believe, the quad A bracket where the Athens Wildcats boys are going to be in action for the Class 4A bracket. And for the Athens Wildcats, they are also going to be at Lackawanna College, but their game is going to be on Friday. So the uh, Athens Wildcats, they're going to have a Friday night matchup against District 2 runner-up Valley View. Now Valley View comes into this matchup 17-8, Athens 19-7, and, and the Wildcats riding a little bit of momentum. Now they did have a little bit of a struggle 
title in the District 4 tournament. Of course, Montoursville in the semifinals. That was just a bad matchup for the Wildcats. Montoursville could just shoot the lights out. But hey, credit to the Wildcats bouncing back in the consolation final as they would come back and uh, defeat Jersey Shore in the consolation final this past Saturday. And now the Wildcats get ready to head to the state tournament where they are going to take on District 2 champion Valley View at Lackawanna College again. And that will be in Scranton coming up 6 o'clock on Friday night. So that covers our area teams in the state tournament. And uh, again, if you want to check out all the uh, excitement, all the brackets, and see exactly uh, where the matchups and everything were going to be, maybe you missed something there, either one, play back the podcast, or two, go to the PIAA.org website. You can uh, scroll down into winter sports, get on basketball, and you can check out where all of our area teams are going to be playing uh, in all the brackets and everything else. Now, of course, as I said, first-round matchups uh, are going to be set for Friday and Saturday this weekend for all of our area teams. Should anybody advance, uh, most likely all of these second-round matchups will be coming up this Tuesday, March 10th. But, hey, you got to get through Friday and Saturday before you can look ahead to Tuesday. But still, a uh, great way uh, for our area to be represented in both girls and boys state tournament action. So definitely looking forward to uh, seeing if any of our area teams advance and uh, seeing if I'm going to have uh, some basketball trips coming up next week uh, for state tournament action. So we shall see, won't we? All right, so with that in mind, we just went through and covered the state uh, tournament matchups for basketball. Now when we come back, we're going to take a quick timeout and we're going to dive in to some state wrestling action here coming up at the Giant Center. We'll go through, give you some of the matchups for our area wrestlers who are here at the Giant Center. Center. Also coming up in this week's podcast, an interview and sit down with head coach Brandon Spiak and of course senior defending state champion Sheldon Seymour. That's still on the horizon too. So folks, don't go anywhere. Keep it right here. We're going to step aside, thank some more sponsors as we will thank our friends at Mansfield University and Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility. And we're back with state wrestling chatter right here on the NTL Now podcast. At Mansfield University, newly reduced tuition and housing rates make a great education even more affordable. Plus, small class sizes give you the value of a personalized education, rather than being just a number at a large university. Live the sweet life in Mansfield's on-campus residence halls, rated among the best in Pennsylvania. Learn more about how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. Remember to stay up to date with all things going on in the Northern Tier League by following them online at ntlsports.com. Also, you can follow the Northern Tier League on Facebook by searching Northern Tier League. And, of course, if you want to follow the NTL on Twitter as well, you can follow them at NTL Athletics. So definitely want to make sure you are keeping up to date uh, with everything on the NTL Sports site. Okay, so welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wilbur 
here with you again and of course enjoying the friendly confines of the Giant Center here as we are gearing up for the state wrestling tournament and of course coming up here along the way here at the state tournament uh, we're going to have some audio drops so with myself and Joe Carrion as well so keep following the NTL Now podcast Facebook page uh, we're going to be able to put some things up on there as the state tournament continues who knows we might even do some Facebook live that might uh, be on the horizon as well but for now what do you say we just dive into the brackets here I mean we've got uh, 11 area wrestlers in the state tournament brackets and of course that means uh, you know we've got uh, a lot of diving into here with these brackets and a lot of information to get into as well so let's first uh, we'll go by weight class and we will start down towards the bottom where our first competitor here from the Northern Tier League will be at 113 pounds. It will be Northeast Regional Champion Gavin Bradley at 113 pounds. Now, for those of you unaware of how really the state tournament works, now the only seating that is done in any of the brackets is the four regional champions. So Gavin Bradley right now, via his positioning, in the uh, state tournament bracket, Gavin Bradley actually comes in as the third seed uh, of the regional champs. So Gavin Bradley will be uh, the third seed here in this 113-pound bracket. He is actually on the same side as the Southwest regional champion, Joey Fisher. Now, Joey Fisher, he was one of the uh, wrestlers in Sheldon Seymour's bracket last year in the 106-pound bracket. I believe, actually, uh, Seymour uh, defeated Fisher uh, along the way somewhere I can't remember if it was the semifinals or the final but uh, regardless you know uh, still a tough competitor on the same side as Gavin Bradley but uh, Bradley will actually have uh, a buy into the first round because they do the pigtail prelim bouts first so Bradley will actually have to wait on the winner of a prelim pigtail between Easton Tolth out of the uh, Southwest Regional and Dylan Reinert uh, out of the Southeast Regional. Toth is from Forest Hills. Reinert is from Brandywine Heights. So the winner of that matchup will actually take on Gavin Bradley uh, in uh, his opening round matchup here at the state tournament. But as I said, if uh, Bradley is able to continue on and get to the uh, semifinals, he will is he is looking rather at a date with uh, Joey Fisher from South Park uh, in the semifinals. Now the top uh, two seeds uh, via most uh, people's opinions. And, uh, you know, if you kind of check out uh, the state rankings and such, you've got uh, defending state champion from a couple years ago, Gary Steen. He was the 106-pound champion as a freshman. He is from Reynolds. He's the top seed in this bracket. Down uh, in the fourth seed is actually the Southeast Regional Champion, Brett Unger, from Notre Dame Green Pond. So, yes, the top side of this bracket, very heavy with competition as well. So, yes, this 113-pound bracket, a lot of intrigue going in to this uh, weekend with that one. All right, now let's drop down to the 120-pound bracket. I mentioned we're going to talk with Sheldon Seymour coming up here in just a little while. He actually comes in as the top seed via the regional champion seeding in this bracket. He is 35-1 and on the season. He, too, will await the winner of a pigtail matchup coming up on Thursday morning where he will take on either Nicholas Salerno from Burrell High School or Chase McLaughlin from Jamestown. So the winner of that uh, gets the opportunity 
opportunity to face Sheldon Seymour here in uh, this uh, side of the bracket. Now also uh, in this uh, bracket as well, you've got a lot of state-ranked kids uh, here on Seymour's side of the bracket. Actually, a week ago, Nate Smith from Bishop McDevitt was uh, ranked the top seed after Seymour was defeated by Gable Strickland at Districts. Now Seymour has reclaimed his top seed in the state, and uh, or top ranking in the state, I should say. But Nate Smith of Bishop McDevitt is a possible uh, matchup for the quarterfinals for Seymour. Now, should he uh, get through that? Uh, potentially the Northwest Regional Champion Logan Jaquai from Eisenhower awaits as well. So a very stout top half of the bracket here at 120 pounds. Now, as you look down to the uh, bottom end of this bracket, you know, a lot of the talk was uh, a couple of weeks ago with myself and Mitch Rupert, hey, could we be looking at a potential three of four kids in the semifinals and the state tournament at 120? 20 pounds. Well, Gable Strickland and Cole Bisco both are seated uh, in the bottom half of the bracket. And, well, you know, those kids, very tough as well. So who knows, uh, by Friday night, might we be looking at three wrestlers uh, from District 4 in the semifinals at 120 pounds? Well, that is to be determined. But as I said, Sheldon Seymour of Troy, he comes in as the top seed in the 120-pound bracket. Now, we can skip forward and head to the 132-pound bracket. And for that, we have Hayden Ward of Canton. Now, Ward will come in as the third seed, obviously, out of the Northeast Regional. He gets a matchup uh, with Ian Oswalt. Oswalt from Burl High School. He is a junior, 42-6. and six. Now, as the Southwest Regional runner-up, he was defeated by uh, state uh, top-ranked Brock McMillan of Glendale. So, Oswalt, a very battle-tested wrestler. Hayden Ward, of course, coming in. A very stellar freshman season, though, for Ward. 36 and nine on the year, but uh, yes, he will definitely have his hands full in his opening round matchup with Oswalt, but you know, anything can happen here at the state tournament, so uh, for Ward, just uh, survive and advance and uh, lay it all out there for the young freshman, but yes, it'll be Ward and Oswalt, your opening round matchup there at 132 pounds. All right, we can skip forward to 145 pounds here, where top-seeded Nathan Higley of Sullivan County, the junior 36-0 on the season. He will have a uh, pigtail matchup as well. As Higley will await Bailey Gimbor of Hamburg, the junior who is 34 and 9, and Cooper Warshall of Richland, the junior 33 and 7. Winner of that will get the opportunity to take on Nate Higley of Sullivan County, uh, the top seed here in this 145-pound bracket. Now, for those of you uh, you know kind of tuned in to the wrestling scene, Higley with a very tough draw on this side of the bracket as a defending state champion from two years ago Gage McClenahan of Bald Eagle area the senior 35 and 2 he was actually a state champion or state runner up or state champ uh, the the uh, ranking kind of eludes me right now but either way McClenahan was uh, one of the powerhouses for the Bald Eagle area wrestling lineup had a very good AAA tournament uh, two years ago before hurting his knee last year did not get to compete at the state tournament last year Bald Eagle area obviously now down to double A so McClenahan on Higley's side of the bracket they would not meet up though 
until the semifinals. So Higley with a very tough draw there on the top side of the bracket. Now, of course, looking at uh, just some quick other uh, notables here from District 4 in the uh, tournament here. You've got uh, Avery Bassett, whom Nathan Higley defeated in the district tournament uh, two weeks ago, the junior for Midwest. He will have uh, Eric Gibson in his first round matchup. And, of course, uh, Gavin D'Amato, who Higley defeated last week, he will take on uh, Tristan Pugh from Berlin Brothers Valley. Both of those guys on the bottom side of the bracket uh, for uh, this 145-pound bracket. All right, onward we go to the 170-pound bracket, where uh, in this bracket, rather, we will have the uh, likes of Timmy Ward. And, of course, uh, for Timmy Ward here in the 170-pound bracket, uh, he actually gets a very tough draw here in this 170-pound opening round. He will take on Southwest runner-up Trent Schulteis from Freedom Area. Schulteis comes in, one of the top five ranked kids in the state uh, at 170 pounds. Now, Timmy Ward, he is uh, top six or seven via PA Power Wrestling. So, I mean, this is going to be a very grueling battle here for Ward, and he's going to have his hands cut out for him and his work cut out for him, I should say, as he gets ready for this opening round matchup. Uh, Ward, of course, the junior, 36-6. and six. Schulteis, the junior as well, 36-4. and four. Schulteis, the runner-up out of the Southwest Regional where he was defeated by Tyler Stoltzfus, uh, the perennial uh, favorite in this 170-pound bracket. Now, something interesting here at 170 pounds, the one good thing for Timmy Ward in this bracket, he got seated on the opposite side of Cale Krebs of Montoursville and Tyler Stoltzfus of St. Joe's Academy. So Stoltzfus and Krebs are down below. And now if you're Timmy Ward, your work is obviously still cut out for you. I mean, there's no easy matchups in the state tournament, no matter how you look at it. But still, for Ward to be on the opposite side, that's at least a good start uh, for Ward. Now he's just got to go out and uh, handle his business coming up here uh, on Thursday morning in his first-round matchup. So, yes, he will have Trent Schulteis from Freedom Area in his opening-round matchup coming up on Thursday. Now, on to 182 pounds where we have two wrestlers from the Northern Tier who will be competing in this bracket. Now, we're going to start with Derek Atherton-Neely of Canton because Atherton-Neely will actually be the first competitor you hear on the radio coming up on Thursday morning as Atherton-Neely will be our first area wrestler in a preliminary pigtail matchup. The junior from Canton will have uh, a 30 and 14 mark coming into this matchup. He is going to have to take on Ian Eckenrode from Cambria Heights. Eckenrode comes in as the fifth seed out of the Southwest Regional. He's a junior with a 37 and 5 record. Now, the winner of this one gets to take on Dane Situs from Saucon Valley. The senior there, 40 and 5. He's been a perennial state qualifier in his high school career, so definitely going to be a tough task. After Tennelli, though, uh, if he can win that one uh, at least, if he gets through that matchup uh, in his pigtail and moves on to uh, Russell Situs he is going to have uh, the opportunity to at least move on to Friday morning action because the loser of that matchup will end up in second-round consolations. But, I mean, if you're Derek atherton you've had one of those seasons where you could be up and uh, who knows, maybe you pull some upsets here in this tournament. You find yourself uh, in the quarterfinals. <coughs> but, uh, you know, if you're uh, atherton hey, 
just uh, keep going, survive, advance, and uh, keep moving here in this 182-pound bracket. But, yes, Atherton Ely, our first wrestler here uh, on Thursday morning that you'll hear on Wiggle 100 as uh, he's got the preliminary pigtail at 182 pounds. Now, also in this 182-pound bracket, the Athens senior Alex West, who's the third seed out of the Northeast Regional. West comes in with a record of 33-10. and 10. He will take on Southeast Regional runner-up Riley Rowe. Robell from Bishop McDevitt. Robell comes in as a 29 and 8 overall record as a freshman for McDevitt. So West, his first time here at the state tournament. Robell, a freshman, maybe not a bad matchup here for the Athens senior. But hey, you know what? Uh, first time here, might the jitters uh, be lurking? But we will find out. But anyway, yes, Alex West gets Riley Robell from Bishop McDevitt here at 182 pounds. Now, let's go to 195 pounds, where the runner-up from the Northeast Regional, Garrett Storch of Canton, the senior, 36-6 and six on the season, gets to take on the Southwest uh, third seed, Garrett Boone. Boone is from McGuffey High School. He is 35-10 and 10 on the season. Now, according to PA Power Wrestling Rankings, uh, Storch and Boone just outside of the top 10, so a very even matchup here with Storch and Boone. Now, Storch wins. He is on to the quarterfinals. Uh, if he is defeated, he will wrestle in first-round consolations coming up later Thursday morning. But uh, for Storch, again, hey, you know, he has had one of the hottest runs here in this postseason at 195 pounds. Who knows, if not for Gage Garcia being in that 195-pound bracket, Storch, he could be sitting in uh, a much better seed here as uh, the regional champ. But hey, you know what? Storch did what he had to do in the uh, district and regional tournaments he got himself here to the state final or to the state tournament rather and the senior now from Canton uh, if there's one kid who is not going to be phased here at the state tournament it'll definitely be Storch at 195 pounds now let's go to the 220 pound bracket where Wyloosing's Jackson Chilson will be in action taking on Kale Black of Eisenhower now Black the third seed out of the Northwest Regional he comes in with a record of 34 and 7 he is a sophomore Chilson of course the senior from Wyoming Losing, he is 30 and seven in uh, matchups here. Now, of course, this will be a first round matchup, and uh, Chilson he will be uh, competing a little bit later on in the morning uh, on Thursday. So Chilson's going to have a nice long rest period to uh, think about this one. Now, of course, Chilson he's got the experience factor. He's been here before, and of course, uh, you know he is a senior. So I mean, for Chilson, this should not be uh, a case of jitters. He knows what he's got to do, and uh, he's got a very tough sophomore though in front of him 34 and 7 kale black so be listening for that one uh coming up here uh on thursday morning here at the giant center now at 285 pounds our final two area wrestlers uh at uh, the preliminary match it will be keegan brond who comes in as the fourth seed out of the northeast regional from athens the senior this year 30 and 14 of course uh, he got here via defeating nevin rouch of milton to qualify his spot here at the state tournament he will take on senior 28 and 13 on the year Sawyer Morgan from Bishop McDevitt the southeast sixth qualifier uh, out of that regional now of course if Brond is able to win in this preliminary pigtail he will take on 35 and 1 from Myersdale Jalen Stevens uh, Stevens comes in uh, a junior into this tournament he is the champion out of the southwest regional the two seed in this bracket so Brond with his work cut out for him but hey if he gets through the pre 
Freeland Pigtail. He will at least advance on to Friday morning uh, for more consolation action. But, hey, you never know. I mean, this is the state tournament. As I said earlier, you know, with Atherton Ely, hey, if uh, Braun can uh, win too, hey, he's going to find himself in the quarterfinals in a really good spot. So, hey, you just got to come out and wrestle and uh, not let the prelim pigtail match uh, get to you. Now, on the top side of the bracket at 285 pounds, Dawson Brown of Northeast Bradford. He's the senior, 33-4, and four, the Northeast third seed. He will be taking on the Southwest second seed, Mitch Miles. So, Miles, uh, the junior from Laurel High School. Miles, 35-1 and one on the season, and uh, that'll be a tough one. For Brown as both wrestlers over 30 wins on the season only five losses between them so Dawson Brown he's going to have to put his experience factor to the test he's been here before but now he gets a tough matchup here with Mitch Miles the junior from Laurel High School so yes that right there rounds out the matchups here at the state tournament but of course as I said and as promised we've got an interview here with Brandon Spiak the head coach from the Troy Trojans and of course, defending state champion wrestler Sheldon Seymour, last year's 106-pound state champion. And uh, now as we uh, take some time here, we're going to welcome in these guys here at the state tournament here on the NTL Now podcast. Brandon, i got to start with you first. What is it like having an opportunity uh, to coach uh, a state champion uh, for one, but also a kid with you know just kind of the pedigree and the maturity uh, that Sheldon's shown over these last few years? It's uh, it's really exciting and it's it's fun more than anything. It's it's really nice that we can sit up a game plan, and you get a kid that can follow the game plan exactly how we lay it out, and it just leads to so much success when you can make those minor adjustments in match and after match. So it's it's really fun to get to coach a kid at this level. All right, so now of course uh, Sheldon, your second rodeo here at the state tournament, uh, but this year, you know, you come in as the defending state champion. I mean, what's a, a new mindset for you coming in? I mean, do things change knowing that this year, you know, you're going to be the one that kids are coming after, whereas, you know, the first uh, three years you were here, you were gunning for glory here at the state tournament? Um, you know, my mindset's not really changed, you know, just come in and take it one match at a time and just stay calm, don't really think about the matches too much and just stay to my attacks and just stay to my stuff. Now, Brandon, of course, you know, when you have, uh, you know, a kid like Sheldon and, you know, you've got uh, a state tournament to prepare for, I mean, does it make it that much easier knowing that, you know, he is almost thinking the same things you are basically? I mean, I, I got to think you two are basically sharing one brain at this point of the season. Yeah, uh, we are. We're, we're keeping our game plan and it, it does get tough because, you know, guys are going to change their style to try to wrestle us. But at the end of the day, we don't, we don't have to change much. We're, we're going to wrestle our match, and we're going to force you to wrestle and beat us at our match. So the game plan and the, the preparation has been the same all season. We're just, we're just here to have some fun and have some success. You know, what's crazy is, Sheldon, when I look at you and when people ask me, uh, what is, you know, the key to a Sheldon Seymour victory? And my thought has always been when Sheldon Seymour wrestles his match, his pace, and he is able to keep the tempo up, that benefits you greatly rather than when somebody, you know, tries to slow you down. I mean, am I am I right, you know, as kind of a guy looking from the outside? 
Yeah, for sure, you know, that's like everyone's game plan is just to get people to wrestle their match and that's always my game plan is that I don't want to change my style to accommodate someone else's and just I want to stay to my stuff, get to my attacks, and that's how people win matches. Brandon, as you look at this season as a whole, I mean, you know, for Troy wrestling in general, I mean, everybody knew, you know, your team-wise, you had a team that was, you know, a lot of inexperience. Now, of course, Sheldon, he was going to get his matches. He was going to get his points. But, you know, uh, just watching from the outside, it looks like, you know, uh, the future even beyond, you know, this season with Sheldon is looking good just from the fact of, you know, I, I think you've got some new kids that have come out and have kind of built some interest, which uh, makes things look good now for the Troy Wrestling Program. Yeah, we actually had a lot of freshmen. I had eight freshmen that were in the starting lineup throughout the season, and, to watch them progress over the year and I mean they all worked really hard and like you said there is there is a big positive bright future ahead and if these guys just keep getting better and better and and it helps when these kids start getting better and start challenging other kids in our room and you know it gives our whole room a better a better feel and a better look every night at practice to help these guys out now of course when you talk about challenges in the room you know i'm sure you know there's everybody there that's like you know what sheldon tonight i want a piece of you now of course uh i gotta know brandon you know you had the whole sibling thing going on i mean there was the younger brother that was in this uh mat room as well does a uh, younger brother from time to time you know want to test his will and uh see how well he stacks up here with the uh, older brother all the time seth's a goer seth never backs down seth's go-to move though for the record is he'll club sheldon as hard as he can and run away but seth seth comes at sheldon seth he he really pushes Selden a lot throughout the season, and it and it's helped both of them. I mean, they're both like they just help each other out so much. But I don't think Seth quite has the upper hand yet. But maybe someday. <laughs> That's always something you know to look forward to uh, with this uh, wrestling program. Now, of course, you know we talked about Sheldon being here. You know, for his four years as you know a wrestling competitor. You've been here now four years alongside here, not only with him, but, you know, I mean, Zach Zimmerman back in the day, he was here as well. I mean, from your perspective as a coach, what's it like, you know, just walking in to the halls of the Giant Center knowing, you know, you are back for another state tournament? It's a, it's a good feeling, and it, and it really, it's, it's pretty humbling because it, you come down here and it doesn't matter how well you think you have your guys ready, somebody's ready to, ready to, knock them off and but it is nice coming in year after year it's it's a great feeling because I mean this is Pennsylvania wrestling and this is the biggest stage for us and to be here year after year it, it really does feel good and it, it's it's settled it's for me it's uh it's a big accomplishment year after year I mean we set goals as coaches too and you know I, w I wish I could have more than just one kid here but I'm glad that we're we're here and competing. Sheldon, of course, you come in this season as the top seed here in this 120-pound bracket. Of course, you know, you're going to have to await uh, a pigtail matchup uh, coming up between Nicholas Salerno and uh, Chase McLaughlin. Now, of course, I know you to a mental tee 
you're going to be out, you know, watching these two kids, uh, you know, compete on the mat. Now, I'm just curious, have you had an opportunity maybe to, uh, you know, find out some information about either one of these? I mean, how does, uh, you know, does that change your mindset knowing that, you know, these two kids may be a little unknown to you, a little unfamiliar? Um, yeah, so I don't really know much about them, but I'm just going to take it one match at a time and just stick to my stuff. And, you know, if we figure out something that they have a tendency of doing, like, I'll have it in the back of my mind, but it's not going to change my style of how I wrestle, and it's not going to change like my mindset to get to my stuff and like just stay to my attacks and my style. Boy, I'll tell you what, you are a kid who definitely loves challenges. I mean, last year in the 106-pound bracket, a very you know loaded bracket, and now this year the 120-pound bracket coming up. Now, the one thing you know that has been kind of preached is you know for folks who might be thinking out there, oh, you know the the north may not have, you know, all the talent. I think that might be a facade this year. I don't think it is unrealistic at all to say, you know what, yourself, Bisco, Strickland, all three of you guys could all be semifinalists here when we're thinking about uh, ahead to Friday night, given the fact that all of you guys are such quality wrestlers and you guys have had battles these last uh, couple of weeks through districts and regionals. Yeah, it's really exciting just to think that so much talent can come from one area. And, you know, we're all just out here ready to compete and just put on a show and get to the semifinals if not the finals and you know just showing like what we could do up in our area and just say like you know certain wrestlers don't come from certain areas just because like they're better in that area like you know everyone is better in a style that in that area so it's nice to see that we can all be represented well up here and just try to put on our best show. All right, so Brandon, I know you've got a big task in front of you. You've got to try and keep this kid relaxed here over these uh, next few hours getting ready for the start of the state tournament. I mean, what do you do? Do you, do, you, do you take him swimming? Do you take him to, you know, go grab some food? I mean, don't let him eat too much, but, I mean, how, how do you keep a, a kid like this relaxed now? Yeah, we just keep our mind off things. We – we just go have fun. I mean, before we came to the register and do our little workout, we spent about two and a half hours on the basketball court at the hotel. You know, we'll, we'll spend a little bit of time in the pool, just not too much, because last year we had a little mishap with that, and too, a little too much chlorine. But uh, for the most part, we're constantly talking. We're just, you know, trying to keep him settled down, because down here you got to stay calm, or if you get in panic mode, you you don't know what can happen. It's a big stage, and the the only way to wrestle down here is relaxed, and I think we do a really good job at staying relaxed, staying focused, and uh, we we also have our fair share of fun. So. All right, guys. Well, you know, I know you've got uh, some things to work out. you got to get yourselves ready mentally for this state tournament. So, guys, go on. Get out of here. Go uh, get relaxed. And uh, looking forward to covering you guys. And uh, we'll see where the success lies when all said and done here in Hershey. So, guys, good luck. Have yourselves a great state tournament here in Hershey. Thank you, Shane. Always a great time when you can sit down with a coach and competitor. And again, a big thank you to Brandon Spiak, the head wrestling coach at Troy. And of course, Sheldon Seymour, the defending state champion wrestler from Troy as well. As this year, he looks to bump up to the 120-pound class and see if he can repeat as a state champion. So with that, well, I guess it is time to wrap things up here with the podcast. And of course, get ready for some state wrestling action. Now again, the state wrestling tournament goes 30 
Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week. And, of course, if you are interested in tuning in, you can follow along uh, on Wiggle 100 by downloading the TuneIn Radio app on your smartphone or tablet. And, of course, you can search WHGL and listen that way. Or, of course, you can follow the live stream online at Wiggle100.com. So, yes, this is where I shall be for the next few days covering the state wrestling tournament. But also I want to thank uh, all of the uh, coaches out there in the basketball world who have been a part of the podcast here through the winter sports season as well. And good luck to all of our area basketball teams as well as they compete in the opening round of the state basketball playoffs this Friday and Saturday this week too. So, folks, thank you so much for tuning in for yet another edition of the NT. NTL Now Podcast. Remember, follow us on Facebook at NTL Now Podcast and, of course, on Twitter, too, at NTL Now. So, looking forward to talking to you all from the Giant Center live on Wiggle 100 this week. But that'll wrap up another edition of the NTL Now Podcast. And, of course, as always, another exclusive production of Circle W Sports, Endless Mountains, Bracing Mobility, and Mansfield University. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Thank you for listening to the Northern Tier League Now podcast, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports, Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, and Mansfield University.